I'm okay. Um, as good as I can be after watching that. You just endured 90 minutes of. Um, yeah, well, well, how would you describe? Would you say it was a football match? Um, I think the main spectacle, main feature of today was the Charlton protest. But, um, so that you, you that, were referring to before the game, before that, and yeah. pretty much the chanting throughout yeah. it. But um, in terms of football, there, was, there were two teams there, and there was one team that was obviously a League One team, and then there was one team that's going to struggle in League Two. There's no defensive shape. There's no killer edge. The midfield sort of goes sideways a bit, and then the ball goes out play. Boy, it's, that's, it's not football. You can't charge 20 quid a match for people to go and watch them. You can't charge 20 quid for a season. It, it's so key, isn't it, Luke, that, that there was that one shot to be sort of midway through the second half. Um, was it Norris? Bearing for on goal, should have shot, did shoot eventually, and it was blocked. A better team would have, would have buried that. Seems like the ball has to go through 50 Exactly, exactly. And then even when the shot comes in, it's a wide. Yeah. The old cliche is Arsenal try and walk it in. We don't even get it in, we just walk it. You know, yeah. I mean, it's just no cutting, no, no cutting edge whatsoever. No, no, it's, I mean, I, I pity the, the poor guys who've gone and watched 46 games of this for the season. I've not I've watched half a dozen of them. That today is. I mean, you're never going to inspire anyone to come and watch your football club if you're going to produce that. No tactical mouse, no aggression, no... I know they're relegated and it doesn't mean anything to either club. But come on, put on something. What's next? Next is a very interesting summer. We'll know exactly what Mr Power thinks of his football by the way he goes out and recruits. He's got two, he's got two options can really try and bulldoze his way straight back up or this club will linger in League 2 for a long time I don't, I'm not particularly confident that, um, that it's going to, to be able to come quickly back up it's a bit miserable really all round you don't think it's going to be consecutive relegations I don't think so I think we're going to need to walk the talk as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're getting, I think we're getting booted out. Good, good job we've got these um, very high-tech microphones going on. Yeah, I don't think they're getting any yeah. bigger day on day. Are <laughs> <laughs> you haven't been watering your microphones. <laughs> um, yeah, but you don't think it's going to be consecutive relegations or anything like that? No, I think that would be, that, that would be ridiculous. It yeah. would require a proper implosion. And like the club has got enough of a of an annual turnover to, to fund a team that can easily compete right, right. but it still need, it needs the right recruitment and the recruitment has been dreadful for over a year I mean since Michael Stanley's role behind the scenes has come back and disappeared with the recruitment has been so we'll, we'll find out how um, how good he can be recruiting League 2 players because a very specific type of player for League 2 as well Physicality and which is pretty much what you, you know. You look at the squad today and you compare it with the Charlton squad. You know, to kind of quite tall players, good on the ball, but you know can shrug players up. And that's you know we can't we don't have that. It's, we, no. There's not one player that even Thomas, who's a big sort cool, of player. Yeah. I, mean, I, was, I mean, look the number of times he got turned. Yeah, there, yeah. On the edge of the, edge of the penalty area. There's not a physical element to it. I, I quite like Dion Conroy. I think that he could be quite decent. Yeah, I, I was really impressed with him today, actually. Um, but 
otherwise now there's, there needs some bulk, uh, some directness. Everything that wasn't there today is exactly what's going to be needed to get out of League Two because it really is pretty crap football down there. With the most respect to those teams who, who no, do spend their time there, it's really not good football. We've seen that in 2006 and 2011 when we've gone down there. The way to get out of it is directness, physicality, balls down the wing, put a cross in, put it in the goal. That's what Decanio did, that's what Sturrock and Wise did. So, Hopefully that's what we'll do, but I don't. I just don't think that, that Luke Williams has it in him to to do what's required. I don't. I think. I don't think he should be involved with the football club. To be honest, uh, at all, not even. Uh, not not as stepping back. I mean, I, he's obviously got a lot of good elements to his to his game. Like when they got to the playoffs a couple of years ago, they the players raved about his attacking drills and right, like yeah. working on deflected crosses and where the ball was going to end up. And, Andy Williams scored a lot of goals because of that sort of work. But um, since since then, I mean, look at today and think about what defensive shape work have they actually done during the week to be able to put on a performance like that where they are gaping holes all the time, whether it's from set pieces or from open play. What do they do during the week? Yeah. Are they working defensively or not? And I, just, I, I look at that, and either they're not working defensively or then just not doing the right thing. And it needs a proper defensive-minded coach to be in there. Yeah. I work with him, fine. Yeah. But, but something has to change. Well, a lot of things have to change with this club. But to get out of League Two, it needs a complete mindset overhaul in the way that we go about preparing a team. So we'll see. He's got how many three years left on his deal. So I don't think he's going to, to walk away. And I don't really like to see a manager sacked no. or a head coach or whatever no. he's called him. But, but, but it does... There's something needs to happen, surely, in the, in the backroom staff... Yeah, well, they need to add even whether he yeah, yeah steps back. Look, the one the one time where they looked to be a little bit of an up was when Lingy was in there, yeah. and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that would have taken away the having to front up to the press, which Luke doesn't like doing, and been able to work to the side and yeah. and get on with it. And he's a, he, he appeared a motivator as well, Martin. You know, someone. Yeah. Well, he, he's also new, he knows the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He likes the, loves the club yeah. as well, yeah. and he's had some good times with it. Look, the, the last time that or the last two times that we've been down in League 2 we've got Al because the appointment at first was a, a former pro looking to go in the game with a bit of energy and a bit of excitement whether that was wise and quiet whether it was De Canio. obviously Al isn't going to be able to afford the wages by the kind of club people but get someone in who knows the club get someone in who loves the club who wants to force themselves as a coach work with Luke it's fine just something add something there's got to be some energy some spark some belief They'll give the fans something to really claw into at the start of next season, and they've got to make they've got to make their business early in this window because there's so many times now we hear from Lee Power, yeah, it's going to get done early, and so many times we get four loanies on deadline day and all the free. Just to show that your words mean something, and make sure that what you say actually has credibility and substance. Because at the moment, I, it's so hard to believe one thing from another and I just wanted to change but, but, but the trend of signing young players I mean I, I, mean, I don't know that, I, that, I don't particularly about this that, but, but, that's but fine experience is needed in, yes in, there's an element defense. of experience I think experience is, is quite hard quality to identify in yeah. football like, yeah. I mean you couldn't be old and not particularly experienced and young and really quite yeah. experienced so it's, but it needs, that's, that's it needs know-how those are the, the qualities <laughs> those are the qualities that you know, Conroy showed today. I think that's that kind of yeah. that kind of level head in the defence that we've lacked for a long, long time. Yeah. 
uh, playoff final was a was a key. You know, there was no well, the club has been drained of energy since Nathan Thompson went off three minutes into that game that, there has not been a buzz a no. spark since no. then um, and that's where it's got to be sorted out that's amongst the players it's amongst the fans it's amongst the board it's amongst the media it's everyone and they, the club is responsible for this and they need to find a way of getting it back again and will, will Thompson be leaving? I think so yeah. I, I, from what I hear then yeah He'll be he'll be gone, which is sad, and it's sad that he hasn't been able to to leave the club in the really way that fine. everyone really would want him to, because um, he's been a fantastic servant for this football club. But um, it's just, it just sort of sums up the season, doesn't it? That your your stalwart leaves yeah. by walking around the valley yeah. after a three 0 defeat with a yeah, protective boot on his foot. Sums up the season. Yeah. And um, so there's eight players I have worked out the other day. Eight players confirmed. To play for us next season, yeah. um, in terms of contracts and stuff like that. Yeah. Where, where do you start with the rebuilding process? It's got look at each player, see what can you actually bring to a League Two team. Think of it as a one-season project. Get out of it. If they're not going to be, if they're not the right player to help this club get out of League Two and out of contract, don't start looking for when they're going to be back in League One. Can't plan for League One football. Got to get out of League Two, whatever way you got to do it. I don't care if they keep the ball up to a six foot five inch striker who lays it off for a five foot ten inch striker to score. And all you do is a long ball, head down, shot. That's fine. Just get out of that position because it's crud. Yeah. It's, it's just a miserable place for Swindon to be. It shouldn't be that. I know we're not a championship team. We're a League One team. That's where the club belongs in League One, fighting for the top six, top eight in League One. It doesn't need to be in League Two. So whatever has to be done, get the players in that will get that job done. And you, you went to the protests, the, the Charles yeah. protests, and, and yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, they're obviously a very motivated, very organised yeah. group of fans who really yeah. care for their football club, yeah. and this football club has really been dragged away from them. Yeah, what's, what's actually good? Well, I wouldn't want to speak with too much authority yeah, about yeah, yeah. it. I mean, the, those, those guys are the ones who would be able to tell you about it. They, they are dissatisfied from the way the club is run. Right, top to bottom in terms of the overall management of it. Um, they, they think that they're lied to, that there is evidence to suggest they're lied to by the board. Uh, they feel like it's been taken away from their community. It's lost its soul. There's been a huge turnaround of managers. Um, it's, it's, you know, they are not a League One club. Traditionally, they should be in the championship. Yeah. It's a gorgeous promotion. stadium just coming here. The, yeah. That's a Premier League standard stadium. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's got a real atmosphere, this place, and these fans deserve a lot better. A lot of football fans in general deserve a lot better, and a lot of football fans are being failed by the people who are meant to protect them at the top of the game. Um, and this is one way that they can show it. They do it very well, and they've done a, a number of different ones. And these guys go over to Belgium, to, to this hometown, yeah. and, and protest there, and hold mock funerals. And it's, it's the only way that people can get attention uh, nationally try and put some pressure on people to, to if not you can't, they don't have any legislation or any rules or whatever the EFL can't force them out but they can tighten the grip and they can tighten the restrictions on people who can get into football clubs so hopefully people like Charlton and Norrin the protest Blackpool Blackburn Morecambe everywhere that has had these issues will show that things need to change in football and there needs to be proper governance the governance structure of the EFL is it's up for debate whether it's good for purpose, and, and these sorts of protests highlight that. I, I worry that 
it's not going to change anything for Charlton because they need him to sell. And for him to sell, then you need someone to cough up the amount of money. And you know, he's wanting 25 million quid for the club, plus the retain the leasehold of the ground. So I don't know. I don't know whether it will work. I hope. I hope it does. It's horrible to look at at this because you're meant to, as a football fan, come to football for pleasure. It's meant to bring you joy and bring you fun. Being here today. I, I mean, yes, they scored some goals and the Charlton fans enjoyed the fact that they won the game 3-0. Yeah. But in general, this place w- was full of, of misery. You know? It's either misery at the way that your team is playing, the Swindon fans, or misery at the way your club is running. The future for both football clubs at the moment is pretty bleak. They're happening far too much across the football league and it has to change. Um, hopefully, it will. Well, they can't, they can't force people out. Yeah, the fit and proper person's test needs to be fitter and more proper. Because yeah, yeah. That's, that's just based on financial... It's based on financial background, bankruptcy history, insolvency history, uh, any criminal convictions, right. um, if you've been disqualified as director previously, oh, right, stuff like right. that. So it but is it's com- comprehensive... I mean, it could be comprehensive an extent, but it's... It only goes part of the way. It's very hard to make the subjective call on who's going to be a good or bad right. owner. Yeah, yeah. But there's got to be some. There, there has to be some way of doing it. They can't just weasel out of it every single time by saying it's it's not our responsibility. Make it your responsibility. There are far too many good football clubs getting themselves into these predicaments. And far too many fan protests. It's not what football should be. So. Yes, the EFL can absolve themselves of blame at the moment because technically they're not to blame. These people passed all of the fit and proper. But they need to make themselves more accountable. So they need to, to up that um, up the ante against potential bad owners, the difficult owners. The owners that don't care. The owners who rip their club away from the community. The owners don't turn up for two years to games. Or owners who make fans fight amongst each other because they put division in stands. And to just have a bit of strength, have some balls, come and stand up for the sport in this country. That's what their job is at the end of the day. So, look, Tom fans are... Uh, are organised and they're passionate and they do it really well which they didn't have to do it I hope that Swindon doesn't get to the point where we have to be like these guys are. Um, and that's up to Mr Power and it's, it's up to Mr Power to do it this summer yeah. to show that he doesn't want a thousand fans stood outside the county ground at the end of next season saying that we're desperate for him to leave so fingers crossed hopefully uh, come August the 5th when it all starts this time next, this time next year will be December in promotion I hope so I hope so. I think we all hope so. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any updates on the stadium? No, I can't give no, you any of that. No, no, um, no. there was uh, a meeting last week which I haven't been quite up to speed on. So right. until I'm up to speed on it, then I can't really uh, give any more. And when is the the next trust meeting? It's, uh, there's a public meeting at, uh, in Old Town, uh, the Mecca, in May. Um, I forget the exact date off the top of my head, but there'll be plenty of literature on okay. the trust website beforehand, um, which will be a full update uh, with members of the board there and um, everyone will be able to ask questions about how far along it's come and what the state's play is but we should by then know what the council want and what we will have to work towards and uh, with that goal in mind hopefully we'll bring a few fans together and uh, during their during their two months of downtime without any football maybe we can uh, do some fundraising and start to really get that rolling and maybe come August we can really be in a position to say yeah we can we can uh, us as fans we can buy our team's football ground that would be that would be a pretty big message for us. So, uh, yeah, it's a busy summer for everyone. Uh, yeah. Well, we'll look out for that. Sam, thank you very much for, for meeting me again. <laughs> You're very welcome. Um, and hopefully, we'll, we'll, we'll do we'll do a couple of podcasts over the summer. Yeah, sort of, sort of, yeah, yeah. Have a look at the players that we bring in, the, the many many players that we bring in. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and yeah, yeah. We'll, 
Bak sana. 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 Bak s